All right, let's start the recording. It's recording now? Yes, it's recording. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah, I have to have, like, I have to, like, say, don't say anything appropriate. And this whole fucking chat is about to, I guess, be inappropriate. Inappropriate as hell. This is Crimson 60620 After Dark. After Dark? Yeah, it's like <laughs> literally 6 o'clock or 6.30 here in the Midwest, and it's dark. I guess. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Are, are we doing A-lists right now? We're doing real names? I mean, I've been, I've, I don't seem to grasp the alias thing too well. So, I've said my name is Bubbles. So, that's it. I've already leaked my real name, and if anybody was privy enough to hear it and catch it in the first few episodes, congratulations. No. But if you didn't, it's Bubbles. Not only that, <laughs> then we have a video literally on my channel of me teaching you like about um, what was that, Hellblade? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, how are you doing? I'm fine. We missed last week, Super Bowl Sunday. We couldn't record. Um, how was life? Life is good. I can't complain. Yeah. Well, I can't complain because I had to get a new vehicle. Yay. This is why we need you guys to like and subscribe so you guys can help me support my whole new vehicle that I had to get. Isn't that right, Bubbles? Uh, I guess so. Sounds like you're on your own with that one. Uh, like the rest of us. <laughs> so we were actually talking off camera. So I know I will never get Bubbles to actually create a YouTube channel. Never ever get Bubbles to create a YouTube channel. Nope. But I had to like <sighs> trick her to actually doing these things because I feel she has a lot to say about some things. And she's like, no, I, I won't do it. I'm too shy. It takes too much work. It really doesn't take too much work, at least for me, because I've been doing it for six years and like, uh, anyway. But when she realized these podcasts are for her to vent and express her opinion. First, she's like, no more podcasts. And then I was like, we, we promised the people. We were going to talk about what subject today? Polygamy? Or polyamory? Polyamorinity? Black? Black? <laughs> Moosh? <laughs> or non... Uh, excuse me, ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a popular topic nowadays. You know, a lot of people are actually... <clears throat> trying to partake in it. A lot of people are were already partaking in it and just was lying about it, like shit like that. Here's the thing. How many people were sold to one woman, one man, you get married, have kids, and you live your life out story? Hmm. How many was aware that there were different relationship styles? How many was aware of it? Like, if I said that, term like grammatically correct I don't know but yeah like how many people were really exposed to different ways to have relationships not a lot of us well 
how many people knew that their daddy was going to see Susie down the street? Susie, Miss Susie down the street. You was getting cookies from and milk and <laughs> going down there giving Miss Susie hugs and shit. You ain't had no clue that daddy was fucking Miss Susie. Man. <laughs> Until you got older and put two and three and five together and realized they was fucking. It goes a lot to that milkman joke, huh? I guess so. <laughs> so, um, what are your particular thoughts? And this is an open forum. Don't, don't, don't feel bad about expressing it. I just feel like to each their own. If everybody is on one accord and aware, then nobody should be hurt in the situation but i have a problem with people that might do a bait and switch mm -hmm. or might try to convince someone to be in a relationship like this mm -hmm. and they're really not emotionally ready or emotionally sound or even equipped to handle that type of relationship because i feel like that type of relationship you have to be strong on different levels you can't be weak okay so And I, I know I've spoken about this and we've had side conversations about it. My biggest thing with monogamy is the ownership aspect of it. Of that's my man, that's my woman, that's my girlfriend, that's my boyfriend. And the jealousy that comes tied into it. That's my biggest issue. Like, I'm sure nobody who watches my content or fucking sees my Facebook, I really want to kill romanticism. The whole idea of all oh, my true love and we're destined to be together. I want to drown that idea in the bathtub. And I hate that, that you want to do that. I hate that you want to do that because I don't understand how hard it is to believe that for some people, that is what happens to them. They madly fall in love with someone and are with them for the, the duration of their lives for some of us. Mm -hmm. And some of us, we need two or three people to be in our lives for a duration. And that should be okay. But I think to completely shit on the idea that there's one person for one person, don't totally shit on it because, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will give you that. And of course, here at Crimson 60620, we don't set up false dichotomies. It's not either one or the other. With kills me is the expectation okay. of that. Say that. And that's the idea of romanticism. And so are some people just naturally monogamous? Of course. I get that. And I actually that's fucking wonderful for them. But the expectation that everybody has to be this way, that's like expecting everybody to be straight. To be the same. You can't expect that. Different situations call for different measures. Exactly. So um, one of the things, and God, it's happening again. It seems like every time sun goes down, especially with cold weather, my sinuses get inflamed, like, really bad. He just did a line of cocaine, y'all. He lying. Anyway. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug, right? But one of the things that actually, there is people that are, let's just face it, are in, we're not sh slut shaming here, but there are people that just like to fuck, and they feel that they need to lie in order to get into that situation, into that relationship. Where it's like, dude, you just like to fuck. Be honest. 
and there are people with, as you said, societal standards. They didn't know that they can just be honest about wanting to fuck. They feel like they have to put on a facade and I have to do all of this. When in reality, I'm kind of with you. Just say, hey, I just, I'm not looking for nothing serious. I really just want this. And be prepared for a woman or a man to say no. Exactly. I'm going to, there's somebody out there that just wants to sleep. They just want dick or vagina. You know, it's all right. They want vulva. They want vulva action. So, but that's still not what polyamory is. That is just being liberated with sexuality. Mm-hmm. There are some people that want friendships, friends with benefits. We hear it all the time. But that still wouldn't be to me what polyamory is. And, and each people have its own. Oh, foul, foul. Y'all didn't hear that. That was all in y'all heads. <laughs> but there are people that actually can have multiple committed not necessarily monogamous relationships in a sense where they get different pieces from people. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that somebody can't completely be there all, but they have, they get certain applications to their, to what their needs are. So I, I'm, uh, Is it practitioner, fan? Uh, am I somebody who can be polyamorous? I think so, because I don't understand jealousy. I understand envy. Fuck, I can envy your eyelashes, how all three feet of it there are. Oh, I can take off right now. I can fly away. But it's actually just being jealous of someone. Life is too short to be jealous of someone. Life is too chaotic. And all of that time planning to eat the rich, you can't be too jealous. You can be envious, but you can't be jealous. Mm -mm. Eat the rich. <laughs> okay. I'm not a tanky, but I definitely feel that we should have some situations where and then see, and that's the thing too. I think a lot of our time goes to so much diverse things and thoughts. And I know we're having a conversation about is it. like, we have so much to worry about in this world that we don't do a lot of self-discovery. And it's so easy for us to sit back and say, well, you should have just one man, one woman and live together for the rest of your life. And Sometimes people stick with that just because it's easy. You think so? Yeah. They don't want to confront their feelings. They don't want to confront how... Humans are repetitious. If something is, a, is, is outside of our repetition, it fucks us up. It's more simpler to have a repetition. One woman, one man, kid, you come home. And for some people that works... <laughs> And some people drink themselves stupid because yeah. they feel like they're unhappy about the yeah. situation. Some people... Versus feeling like they have an outlet or, hey, I'm feeling this way and I don't know how to express it. You know, 
and the thing is i've seen so many throuples like throuple posts it is not polyamory but it's like a closed triad or some shit like that you know where a man and woman may be married but they may have a girlfriend who's married to her husband and shit like that and like i'm like this shit has always been there right underneath the surface exactly Nobody has ever just said what it really was or just acknowledged it. It was just always there. Like air. It's here. We don't see it, but it's here. <laughs> so, um, have you ever been in a... If it's too much, if you don't want to disclose, have you ever been in a relationship? No. And I don't think I would be... I don't think I would be okay with a polyamorous relationship. I mm -hmm. think I would do better in a... I'm very open sexually. So I think I would do better in a monogamous relationship with a partner that is fairly open as I am. Mm -hmm. So What about ethical non-monogamy? I think that would be can... okay with me, too. Isn't that basically we have a girlfriend outside of our relationship? Yeah. Or a boyfriend, I guess. If that's what you want and like. And is allowed by your partner. Swingers clubs. Swingers clubs, the whole bit. <laughs> the mask, the whips, all of it. I want it all. Hey, hey, hey. We're not going to go into BDSM. That, that's a different conversation. You would like a gimp, would you? Or would you be the gimp? What is a gimp? So, you ever seen somebody in a, like, a mask? It's not a dominatrix? Not the dominatrix, but the people that the dominatrix dominates. Oh. I don't want to be a gimp. That sounds like they have no power. I want to be the one holding the whip. Mm. Remind me Valentine's Day is coming up soon. <laughs> and this is actually a pretty apt conversation, seeing that Valentine's Day is in about a week. I like Valentine's Day. Shout out. To Cupid. <laughs> Fuck Cupid. <laughs> Fuck Cupid in particular. Actually, it's funny that you mention that shit. Here's the thing. And this is like me going off on a tangent. But what are these conversations but each of us going on a tangent, right? Basically. So remember I told you I was reading the Percy Jackson books, right? Right. So there's a sequel series called The Heroes of Olympics. So, in book number one, you actually meet, like, the new trio. In book number two, you meet Percy and another two that goes as a trio. In the second book of the of the sequel series, they meet Death. And where you think that Death is, like, this big, menacing, imposing threat, he literally looks like an angel. Like, he bright wings and everything, but he's, like, Death. And he's the personification of peace. Even if somebody dies in battle, it's like, your suffering is over. So, like, when you meet death, it's like, oh, shit, it's death. But it's just like, yeah, it's death. It's, death. it's like, it's the great equalizer. So, later on in that series, guess who they meet? They meet that motherfucking bastard Cupid. And he literally, he literally acts like a bastard because he's tormenting this one kid. And his tormenting is not the right word, but he's pushing him to actually 
explain his feelings. And if you've read the Percy Jackson's books, it's Nico, Nico D'Angelo. And he's pushing him. He's like, you're lying about what you truly love and who you truly love and who you truly have feelings for. It's like, no, I, I liked, I liked this one person. And in the middle of the fight, and it basically Cupid outs Nico. He's like, you, you, it wasn't that his girlfriend, you like, he like he a like, man. What does he, like he have? Percy, yeah. Oh, so he, okay. But see, I feel like that's society. I feel like I'm going to say this. Men are not allowed to sexually explore. And I'm going to put this is, this is not all shit aside, especially black men. Black men are not allowed to explore their sexuality more so than white men. But men, period, are not allowed to be as open sexually to me as women. I think it's exceptionable for women to be gay or women to do it more so than men to explore their sexuality with another man. It gets better. Nico was a kid pulled out of time. He was 10 years old in 1942. So, you know, that was even worse. He was put in a place where he didn't age. So it was even worse with the way he grew up. But the fact of the matter is, hits one of his parents was actually Hades, the Lord of the Dead. And people think Hades is this big, evil, menacing threat. But that's not how Hades is portray portrayed in the books. Hades is... An angry person. Wrath is his his faults, but right. it's more wrath coming from sorrow. He's Lord of the Dead, so he takes care of dead people. And you see Nico. Oh, that sounds kind of sweet. And sad. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but if, well, in your time of going, if it's, yeah, you're dead and you're passing through Death Valley or whatever the fuck they call it, we all need a caretaker. And so, and then everybody's, and he's like, I didn't want to tell anybody because it seems weird. And the guy that's with him, the Jason Grace is like part of the Roman side. He's like, dude, our parents are Greek and Roman gods. Nobody's going to fuck with you because we're going to stand up for you. And plus, our parents are Greek and Roman gods. They fucked anything that fucking walked. And they didn't care. And they actually had a sense of relationship where, yes, if a, it, it was looked frowned upon if a woman cheated. But especially in Rome, it was like, did any kids come from it? No. Then what's the fucking problem? This whole puritanical idea of love and relationships is simply born from the Victorian society, uh, Victorian society where they quote-unquote, praise chastity. But how many, from the span of human history, how many people just fucked because they liked it? They got in relationships with people because they liked them. And it wasn't this whole thing of... How about hormones? How about we're humans, we're animals, and we, at some point in our in our existence or as we grow up we get these hormones right that turn on in about 12 some of us may be 10 and we just want to fuck that's it we are supposed to procreate and it's the <laughs> shame that is brought along with sex do you know that it is more acceptable to see violence in a lot of the Think about all the movies that we've watched together. Violence 
It's so fucking acceptable. We watched Dracula. How brutal was he with motherfuckers? Mm. He literally came and twisted off of that, that nun's head mm-hmm. and set it down. But sex and love is this taboo situation. Yeah. And that's why I think this whole thing about monogamy, it isn't about the fact that people are naturally monogamous. It's that they fear. They fear that... What's on the other side of monogamy or... Exactly. How I look if I go against the whole monogamy grain type situation? Exactly. It's a shame that a lot of people talk about when they hear polyamory. It's not as kill it with fire type shit. Like, it's wrong. Burn it. You're going to go to hell. But it's a lot of it. I feel shame thinking about, thinking about it. Not me personally, but a lot of people actually feel shame thinking that they can have more than one partner. I mean, but that's that's true because we've had conversations before and it's as a woman and especially women, we're like you mentioned, we're slut shamed. Even if it's just we're dating, we're not sexually active. We're just dating multiple men. The idea. Oh, she's fucking them. Yeah, she's fucking all of them. Not necessarily, sir or ma'am. <laughs> So yeah, it, it's it's a double standard. And I think a lot of women, because we've been bashed over the heads with, I, I wanna say more so recently, like I'm 36. So I think in my generation, we were bashed over our heads with marriage. And one man be with him, y'all have kids and that's it. I think any generation that's come be- after me, I think they have a different perspective on marriage and relationships, period. But I think, me and my generation, we're traditionalists. Like, we have the idea of traditional meet a man, marry a man, one man, that's it. The rest of this shit that's just so happening now with the open relationships, that's something, even though it's not new, but I think the generation after, or a couple of generations after me, they were allotted more exploration of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, my generation, was just, this is it, the Bible, marriage. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. No sex before marriage. God is everything. You pray about it. Drink some ginger ale. You'll be fine. Like one of those. <laughs> I, I literally was. I literally did a review of a video of a guy who says, if a woman has sex with more than two men, she can't love her children. And I'm like, get your old okay boomer ass out of here. He was like, no, a man can have sex with any how, however many women that they want. But a woman have sex with more than two men, then she won't love her children. No, I don't love my son at all. She's being sarcastic. She's being sarcastic. But I think a lot of it is it's about trusting people with choices. I think that's what a lot of people's problem is. They don't want to trust others with choices. They don't want to give them an opportunity to say yes or no. Because no one likes to say here the word no. Except when it's no, no, stop. No, I'm joking. Oh my God. 
You never heard the Eminem song? We talked about that in Marshmallow's LP. Yeah. I know. And we're not going to talk about the whole Nick Cannon trying to be hard because... Oh, my God. Anyway, anyway, that's a different conversation. So, um... Yeah. Yeah. Would you, um... You said that you have it. Would you be in a polyamorous relationship? I don't think so. If I had to be in one, I don't think I would take it really serious because I would always think that I was just a third wheel. Like, I wasn't really... Like, I would just be the girlfriend in the situation. I wouldn't be anything serious. Hmm. Now, I'm going to be careful how I word this. But, do you think that if you were in one, that somebody would think less of you? No. No, I just am confused in the dynamics. Like, for me, it's like I stated, I've been grown, I've grown up in a society, in my little world, that was one woman, one man, you are together, that's it. So, so let, I'm sorry to cut you off. Let me explain the good. question. Me, so, what I'm saying is, do you think that you would have the same value to the person that you are with if you were in a polyamorous relationship? Like, what's, do you think somebody can value you if they had another girlfriend? I don't think so. I think I'm, I deserve one person and I deserve all of their attention. I'm just being honest. I, I think know. so. This is the, this is the thing. <laughs> I think that I deserve one person's attention and time. Now, like I stated, I'm very open sexually. So if we ever wanted to play with someone, bring them in. But, um, as far as me being with a person and then we have another person and this is supposed to be a poly relationship. No, nah, I think I, I, I think I would do okay with just the monogamous me and this person and we'll be okay. So that sounds like you're saying you wouldn't want to seem to be the, how do I put it? It sounds as if you were you wouldn't want to be in one if you weren't the nesting partner, like the person that actually lived with somebody. So let me let me clarify it. So you can have a nesting partner, somebody that you live with and you share the same resident. And then you can have somebody who is lived in a different residence. You get what I'm saying? Oh, and then y'all, that's your your partner as well. Yes. So it sounds as if, and I may be completely wrong. I may be completely wrong. You wouldn't want to seem like you're the add-on. You would feel like you want to have the more centralized relationship. No, I, I just feel like it either way. Oh, I shit. just would want to be that person's, not like universe, but I just would want to be with that person. Like, I'm just with this person. Mm. And if we want to add somebody else in, fine. But I don't want it to be, this is our third girlfriend or third boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we may go to swingers parties and we may pick a girl or a male to play with mm -hmm. for the weekend. And that's it. Go home, motherfucker. Have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. It'd be like True um, Blood, Suki. Mine. No, it's not like that. Mine. And I also feel like if you're in that kind of relationship, you cannot be jealous. 
you have to kind of kind of be kind of okay and cool with understanding that this person is you know we're together but at the end of the day she comes home or he comes home to me in a sense like you can't be like minds no i'm not um funny fact <laughs> i'm bringing up true blood but literally sookie had both of them motherfuckers yeah she had niggas fighting over her though i remember that but like who was who the scars guard who did he play eric, eric who the the scars art like you know the guy, the blonde vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, yeah, Eric yes. and Bill was just like. Yes, they wanted Snooky. They were ready. And it wasn't just fucking in the books. They actually had a fantasy of her fucking both of them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a they had some scenes where they both was, oh god, I, they were both, sucking her blood. Yes. Yeah, yes. But it's just like. And she, they was like, you know. But Snooki was an ultimate being, and everybody wanted Snooki. But they actually wanted her for her. Yes. Not for her blood, but they actually, like, Eric wanted her blood, obviously. But in the end, he was like, oh, shit, she's actually a real fucking person. Yes. In the books, she actually has a quasi-relationship with him, like, on and off, like, the same type of thing she has with Bill, but it's a little bit loose. And but she actually, um, Bill was like a creation for the show, he wasn't in the book. I never read the books, yeah, so I, I read synopsis of it. I just Re watched the movies. Remember the um, the, the thing, the, the YouTube video that we had, the Dom, that we watched the Dom about the dude who the, with the British accent, that yes, was, yeah, he went over it. I think he went over that a little bit, but um. So, going circling back to the conversation, um, shit, it's hot in here. You talking about sex and relationships? It's getting hot in here now. Yes, you. You just hot. Okay. I know, sexy. I'm touching myself, rubbing on my my pectorals. I stuff. don't think they need the visual, but thanks. <laughs> Why are we friends? Like, for real, why are we friends? I don't know. I mean, Reasons. like, like you come over here, you, you eat my food that I cook, even though you no, try to... No, I cooked food today. He's lying. Like I was going to say, even though you try to say that it tastes good, I just think that you pity me with my food. Like, it's like, motherfucker cooked yourself. I cooked today, y'all. And he actually enjoyed it. Minus the spice. I'm sorry. I'm such a weak, hot spice person. He liked it. So. Um, I don't know. Is this for me... Just judging by, like, just my experience with life, and you know more detailed stuff about my life, about um, how I came to this decision. It's, to me, like I said, I'm not a naturally jealous person. I'm, if you fuck somebody, you fuck somebody. Just be safe about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like... I'm more of 
a emotional attachment person. And so that's one of the things that like, you know, is important to my relationship styles. So emotional attachment is, man, that's what I need. It is something that is literally something that I fucking need to actually feel connected. Um, I can spend all day laying in bed with somebody without having sex if there's intimate sensual contact and the funny thing about it is it i have to be able to connect with someone in order to do that but i can have more than one con contact like that but it's hard for me to get that contact you know what i mean like if i if I can't connect with you on a emotional or intellectual level, we won't get that far. But if we do get that far, then you're stuck. <laughs> you laugh. It's I I the the new term that I realized uh, up until like three years ago is. Uh, um, sapiosexual, somebody who's turned on by intelligence or conversation. Um, that's my thing. Like, who doesn't love getting a thing thing wet? I'm pretty but, sure I love a lot of you do. But it's hard for me to actually stay aroused to somebody that I just think is fucking annoying. Now, let me ask this question. In a relationship, how important is sex to you? Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like it's important. Okay. In some aspects. I've gotten to the point now where I really, like, sex is just icing on a cake for me. I'm kind of like, where is your mental? Where do we stand outside of the bedroom? Like, if we can handle a conversation or be around each other without having sex, that might speak a lot versus that's all we do is have sex. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did that answer? Or no, I was on kind of. It's your feelings. It's no right or wrong answer. I'm like, did that answer that or no? What was I? I don't want to seem like I'm just... <laughs> so... Could you be in a, say like if you were in a marriage with someone mm -hmm. 10 years down the line and it was, don't look at me out wide out like 10 years, I'm, I'll be happy to make it to 10 months. <laughs> exactly. What? Can we just do a year? No. But yeah, 10 years. Yes. Yes. So there's a thing. There is our pretty much sexless marriage or half sexless marriage. Would you give your partner permission to have sex outside the marriage? Not if I'm able to fuck. No. Why? <laughs> Why would I? If I'm able to still have sex with my husband, no. I'm going to say, come fuck me. What is the problem? Would you look at your husband different if you if you if if he gave you permission, if his drive was gone? I wouldn't see it's different because I'm kind of like... 
once I'm with a person sexually and I'm connected to them mm -hmm. sexually on that level, I kind of only want them mm -hmm. unless it's something that I desire outside. Then I might say, hey, I'm having this desire. Can I, you know, can we explore it? And other than that, that's it. But I'm different. So I wouldn't look at my husband any different if he was to say, hey, I'm not able to do it. I'm not, you know, maybe he's sick or maybe he's, you know, and, and, and impotency happens the older you get and if you don't take care of yourself so there could it's be just like, some mental issues that too so it's like i wouldn't look at him any different i would try to exhaust everything before i go step out like i would try to do everything possible before i say okay i'm gonna have to go and sleep with another man we never watched that episode of black mirror did we what episode was that Okay. It's the one with Anthony Mackie. Mm -hmm. And it was a virtual reality episode. And he was his friend from like college. And they were going to a real life motherfucking game. It's called Striking Vipers. It's on the PlayStation fucking 4. It's a fighting game. And it was a VR game. What you would do is you'll put this little sticky thing in your head. And you'll be in VR. And they fought the first time. Because, like, it was a game they used to play. They fought. And this is on fucking PlayStation 3. Okay, that was mine that time. It was mine. Nobody cares. Keep talking. But in the in the game itself, um, she, uh, they fought. And he... His friend, who was in a body of a woman. And they were, like, completely, like, different. Like, the when they got into the game, the Anthony Mackie's character transformed into an Asian guy. The His friend transformed into an Asian woman. And it was VR, but it was, like, one of those experienced VRs where, you know, you can experience shit. And he kissed them. And he was like, what the fuck? It's like, I'm out. They do it again. And they was like, we got to talk about what happened. They get into the thing to start fighting. And immediately they start fucking. That look, that look is fucking priceless. All right. That's what I'm talking about, about how men are not allowed to express themselves. Sexually. It gets better. So... Why he was out, like, he, because he, he, he was sitting at home taking care of the kid. Kid was in, you know, and all this other shit. His wife went out to the bar with her friends. And she saw two people getting it on in the alleyway. And she got a little turned on. When she came home, she was tipsy. She came home and she pleasured herself while he was laying in the bed asleep to the idea of fucking somebody else. There's no way. I got a whole dick right next to me. I'm going to roll like, my... Fuck that. That's why you go ahead and... You, yeah, there's... No. I'm not pleasuring myself. I'm going to wake that nigga up and you're going to pleasure me. It gets better. <laughs> so they do it again. It becomes semi-regular. And he... the Anthony Mackie's character is... Fucking the shit out of his wife. Afterwards. 
That's the shit I'm talking about. She, he could have took care of that and nipped it right in the bud. No, 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 no. You're missing what I'm saying. What? After he would hook up with his friend online, online. or in real life, online, because remember they're in different bodies. Yeah. He would like one time his wife came in and he knocked the fucking park out. So it becomes a problem because like he comes in and he's like, we got to stop. We got to stop doing this shit. And so they stop for a while and his birthday comes around Mm. and his wife who is pregnant, like super pregnant says, why don't you come over for dinner? And dude is like, yes, because he's going through fucking withdrawal symptoms. He's liking the fact that he's fucking this person online. And it's like, yeah, it's fucking fun. It's fucking awesome. And all three of them are sitting down at the fucking table having dinner. And it's fucking awesome because his wife gets up and gets some stuff. He's like, dude, we got to do this again. I fucking enjoy it. And I fucking care about you. And it's not the same. He was like, I fucked a panda. I fucked a panda. <laughs> He's like, you know you want to get in the game and get some of this pussy. <laughs> Lord Jesus. And so it was like, so they get in the game and they do it. And it's like, I can't stop fucking. Like, I can't stop. I can't fuck. And so... They go offline and they go to like like meet me here, and they go to kiss. It's like, nah, I didn't like this shit. I'm not turned on by this shit. And they get into a fight. It's like, the fuck you mean? I'm fucking awesome. Like, what the fuck you mean? I'm not gay. So they get arrested, and he has to tell his wife what the fuck is going on. And basically, she confiscates the shit. But his next birthday, it's like, here, you deserve this present. And she hands him the box with the thing in it. And he's like, you also deserve this present. And he hands her an empty box. And they and they both say, we want that back in the morning. So in the end, she's out picking up guys on a one arranged night. The empty box that he gave her was for her to put her wedding ring in. And the box that she gave him was so he can go... Fuck his friend. And it, it ends in like a kind of a happily ever after. See, but that's that's being in a relationship and understanding the other person's needs. Mm-hmm. That's what that's about. Like a relationship is only between two consenting adults that agree. I don't understand what's hard about that. If you like one thing and I'm your girl and I agree and I like you, okay. You like it? Bees knees. Just no emotional attachment to the extra person, huh? I mean, that would be an idea, but let's be real. Some of us get attached. So, that could happen. Hmm. But, whatever, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We can't see your face. One of these days, I'm going to put a camera on us. Both. Yes, I'm gonna put a camera. That should be fun. Oh boy, yeah, you're gonna have to. 
Anyway, you gonna get your Mary Jane on? Why are you looking at me like what? What are you talking about? The Mary Jane hair that you got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it back on. Yeah. What do you mean? Put it back on. You have your Mary Jane on right now. I guess. <laughs> oh my God. That done. Dunzo. Done. You got to keep up some illusion. Nope. I mean, like, we are just sitting here walking around just naked having a conversation. That's why it's called the naked, the naked chat. chat. That's how we're so free and able to do it because. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to add? This is coming up on an hour, about 45 minutes. The ribs are almost done. Um, nah, I think I'm good. Mm. So you're going to help promote this video this time? I don't know how to do that. All I can do is share it. If that's how we, if that's how we promote it. Oh yeah, you can share it on... Facebook, Twitter. And, do you have a Twitter? Nope. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to get one. I'm 36 years old, and that is one of the things that I said I was not going to get. I got an Instagram and a Facebook, but I do not have a Twitter. That is for you 20-somethings, you younger millennials. I am considered an older millennial. Yeah, you can keep that tweet shit. No, no that's actually Snapchat for the younger millennials. Now my 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 brother told me. <laughs> no, I'm. You being better silly. shop around. <laughs> right. No, Twitter is a cesspool of just horribleness, just horribleness. People get on Twitter and just say some of the vilest, most rank shit. See, the real Donald Donald J Trump. I don't get it. The party of family values stand behind a dude who fucks porn stars raw. Oh, excuse me. Sounds like my kind of party. While your wife is 11 months pregnant. Sounds Not like my kind of party. You know I mean. Also, he grabs about a pussy. You don't remember that they had that story? Yeah, I remember, but I mean... Not only that, he's like, yeah, and I moved on to like a bitch. Yes. How do you move on a woman like a bitch? Like, do you have experiences for moving on a bitch? Like, I don't know, it's Donald Trump here, fuck anything. Including over the country. But that's a different story. Yep. Any final comments? I have none. See you next week, people. Any what? Any plans on what we're gonna talk about next week? Leave something in the comments. Nope, I don't have any. I, I'm really drawing a drawing a blank. I'm really drawing a blank. Are we gonna be able to do one next week? Literally, my birthday is all next weekend. That's why we should do it. Oh, excuse me, people. Mm. Mm. We'll just do a shorter version. Yay. We may not do one next week, y'all. We're going to be too fucked up. Yay. Yeah, she's planning on getting me intoxicated. And we're going to a big girl strip party. 
and I'm gonna have big girls dancing around him. And what? Do I get to see memory glands? Probably not. <laughs> I just want to see the titties. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody, and we are we're stopping. Bye. Yeah, that was a great show, and um, like I really think that like you, uh, you know what? You are a lot. You are a lot. I this think is, you're joking. Like, yeah, well, this, this is, is a, a joke. This is like a like this is why I like to see you do a podcast.